Good morning, men. Welcome back to the show, The Call of Men Show. I am your host, Todd Archer. And men, as always, I am praying that God is stretching you and growing you and helping you to step out of your comfort comfort zone for his glory and his grace to stretch you to be the creation to be the man that he has intended you to be for his glory and the glory of kingdom and the glory of his kingdom that is my prayer each and every week for each and every man that tunes into the show and i am so thankful that uh each one of you who scroll through on youtube or on uh, any of your podcast favorites uh, that uh, subscribe to the show, I'm so thankful and grateful that uh, first and foremost that God has given me the opportunity to come to you and to share what his word has done in my life and for my life and to be able to share what little knowledge that uh he has bestowed upon me wisdom, not necessarily knowledge, but the wisdom of his word and how he's interpreted it, interpreted it for me. Excuse me, man, the words are not working this morning. But first, uh, as we before we move into the topic of today's show, I want to tell everyone a happy Fourth of July. Uh, please be safe out there celebrating. Uh, today, uh, enjoy your time with your families, uh, on the lakes or whatever you choose to do today. Uh, just go out there, be safe, represent God in the way that, uh, he has led you to represent him. Uh, I'm just so thankful that we're blessed to be in a country that is founded on God's principles. And his freedoms that only he can give us. Uh, that this country is supported and has been carried by the brave men and women who took that freedom that God has given us so dearly and sacrificed everything for that. So that you and I could go out and barbecue and celebrate and watch fireworks and have the freedoms that we have because they were they believed in them so much they were willing to give their lives for that so we are thankful to every uh man and woman who has sacrificed their lives for that and for anyone who has ever wore the uniform uh for that purpose to defend the constitution which whether you believe it or not was founded on god's freedoms and what God says we are able to do with those freedoms. So, as we get into today's show, um, you know, last show we talked about uh, bringing the light, you know, for sinners, right? I mean, we have to show them the grace that God showed us. We have to uh, show them what it looks like to be Christian, what it means to love someone. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about 
the one thing you can change, the thing that you can change. There's only one, but I'll give you three. And that is you, you, and you. If we're being honest, that is the only thing we have total control over is ourselves. Now, there are many different areas that we may affect with how we live our lives. As each one of us know, there is a ripple effect, either good or bad, in the choices that we make. For our families, for our friends, for our communities, for our churches, for all these things, there is a ripple effect. But the one thing that we can and do have control over is ourselves. And that is either we choose to follow Jesus Christ or we don't. And when we choose to follow Jesus Christ... That has a ripple effect that it was meant to have through the gospel, through God's will, that in us, no matter where we were, no matter what we were before, no matter how everything that we did prior to our acceptance of Jesus Christ, doesn't matter. What matters is, the most is the change that people see in us when we do accept Jesus Christ. All right? There's always a benefit. Like I said, the the change is not immediate. It comes over time. But those who know you or know me will see the change that he is making in your life, our attitudes change, our our perspectives change, how we view and how we deal with people change. You know, just like the last couple of episodes, you know, it's a big realization for me that uh, not one person sitting on death row is in some way different than myself by the sins that I've committed And by the sins that they've committed. And like I said, in God's economy, there is no ranking system on sin. It's for sure all the same. And we know and we trust that because God tells us that's how it is. And once we believe that truth, then we start to look at people with different eyes through a different lens how God sees them that they are his creation as well and he does love them as much as he loves us because we are in the same boat but the change in us is the most crucial thing that we have to change and through that change within us the people around us will see And that affects how their life and how they view Christianity. And that leads them to want, hopefully, and praying that that will lead to them wanting to know Jesus. Right? He chooses each one of us on an individual level, 
on an individual basis. He does not judge us or group us all together. Each one of us is judged, I guess you want to say, by Jesus, by God, through the lens of Jesus Christ. When we accept Jesus Christ, it is no longer our sinful nature that he sees. It is his son, Jesus Christ, and we are so thankful for that. And that's what we must convey to the rest of the people. Yes, Jesus is changed the entire worldview of how we should live our lives and how we, through our acceptance of Jesus Christ, by spreading the gospel and the good news, can change the world. Uh, it's, it's crazy to me. I've always said this, you know, especially over the last few years, that we are the only thing that we can change. Now, the change in us, like I said previously, does affect those things around us and influence those things around us to hopefully cause the individuals that are together with us that will help change their view, which will, when Jesus starts talking to them and starts moving in their lives, then that change will also be an effect on someone else. It's, 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 it's a ripple effect, like I said. So, you know, we're thankful that uh, Jesus has come to each one of us as followers of Christ and worked in our lives in the way that he has. And that change, whether we see it directly or not, has directly influenced, again, those around us you know it's always said be the change you want to see well there's a lot of truth to that that we must start the change um if we want to see change in a certain area uh with our faith and with our with the righteousness that has been placed on us through our faith in jesus christ and how we live our life by telling the truth hard or not comfortable or not we speak the truth and we are in the right because we are trying to follow and lead and teach and guide those around us in the way that Jesus has done our life and showed us and given us the wisdom to see what the world says is the right way to do things we understand and we know because God has shared his wisdom with us that that is not the case. There is a right way and a wrong way and the world's way right now is the wrong way. So we must change our thought process and we must change our worldview um, to encompass that of Jesus. Now that's not to always say that we are to be uh, pushovers or anything like that. No, we must stand for the truth and stand boldly for the truth up to the point of giving our life for Jesus' truth. Not many people want to hear that. Not many Christians out there 
want to give up their life. But as I'm learning and as I'm growing, I understand that that's way better than sitting back and doing nothing and watching this world fall apart. This little podcast, seven or eight people listen to maybe uh, each month or whatever or each week. You know, that's seven or eight people that may be influenced to make start making the change in their in their family, in their community, in their city, in their state. And if enough of us, just like it spread during Jesus' time, right? If that starts to spread, then we are making a change. We are being a positive influence through our change and our faith in Jesus Christ to the rest of the world. And that creates a ripple effect that ultimately we are the, we are being the change that we want to see. So, you know, we look at today's society and this big topic that, you know, we know where the, we know where the world stands. It's, all about self and it's all about me 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 uh as christians that is not our way uh we are to think less about self and more about others and that is a hard thing to do but that is the change that jesus christ puts in our life you know uh i was talking earlier here just shortly about excuse me about um Jesus dealing with us on an individual level, and he does. When he called the disciples, he didn't call them as a group. Hey, y'all, come here. No, he said you. You know, and there's a perfect example of that in John 1 and 38 as he's calling these, as he sees uh, the disciples following him, he, he asks, you know, let me read it. <laughs> That'd be better. Instead of me trying to think. Uh, John 1, 38. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you, what are you seeking? So that tells us right there, each, even though there was a group or more than one person there, Jesus said, What do you, not y'all, not what would y'all like or what would you guys like? No, he asked them individually, what are you seeking? That's very important because that that just reinforces in my mind that Jesus is going to change individuals. And we as individuals change the whole or the masses through our love and following of what he has commanded us to do, spreading the gospel and telling the truth that each individual that accepts Jesus Christ and starts to move and starts to change the way they do things is the ripple that moves other people toward Jesus Christ. We cannot change anything as creations of the father that he is the only one that can change those things. He is the only one that can change our hearts 
through our acceptance of his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only one that is going to create the, the lasting change that we need in order to move this world forward. You know, and then later on in John 1 and uh, 47 and 48, uh, Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an, Isra an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me, individual? Again, the change is in us. Jesus answered him, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And then if you go through there, you, when it's talking in reference to Nathaniel, is used one, two, three, four, four to five times in there. So that shows us that Jesus is going to deal with us on an individual level. Man, that's that's great stuff when we know that we have the creator of the universe that is willing to take the time to each one of us. Think about that. How many people are on the earth, right? That he is willing to take, that he has the ability and is willing to take the time to those who ask and request for that knowledge or that wisdom that he has promised to give us when we accept Jesus Christ on an individual individual level. Just like he did with each one of the disciples, he is willing to do that and share that with each one of us on this planet. But unfortunately... There's not enough that are willing to step out of their comfort zone, comfort zones, excuse me again, uh, you know, to, to speak the truth and what Jesus has done in their life. For those who don't know him or haven't seen that change firsthand as it's as it's happened, as Jesus has will has changed their life through his truth and through his gospel and through his grace and through the Holy Spirit and the wisdom and how we change and see life. There's not many men who, like I said, they call a men's show. This is what this is about. Men is talking about us getting up and setting the example I myself and including the more I the more I trust God, the more I ask for his wisdom. You know, there's no doubt I see each one of my failures in that each area that I'm weak in. But I am he is faithful to grow me in those areas in which I see I am weak, which I know I am weak by providing me men and mentorship and guidance that have been walking in the faith longer than I have that may understand something that I don't more or may be able to help me grow in a way that I didn't see before because they've lived through it. They understand it, right? And that's that's our mission, men, is to change us, 
change the one thing you can change, and that is you and how you live your life and how you let Jesus guide your life. Let go of the control that we so that we want as men, right? We want to be in control. We want to think that we are in control of our own life. And to some degree, we are, but we control that through the leadership and the guidance of Jesus Christ. And that change is the biggest change. That when people ask us, you know, how did you do this? Well, I didn't do this. Jesus showed me or led me to this. I just followed instructions. I just followed his guidance. I just used the gifts that he has given me. And when people hear that, that therefore leads them to, well, I want to know more about Jesus because I see what you're doing. And I see how your life is going. It's not perfect. But you always seem to have um, an attitude of positivity or a outlook. Even when things suck the most, you always seem to keep moving forward and keep going and fighting through it. Well, that's... That's not my strength. That's God's strength. That's Jesus' strength in me because I have chosen to accept him. Therefore, he has changed me. And I can go through this because I know no matter what happens on this earth, my place is somewhere else. And my future is secure because of my faith in Jesus Christ. But, Like I said, the whole concept of this thing is men on an individual level. We have to be the change that we want to see. Jesus, when we accept Jesus, we have to allow him to lead our lives. We can no longer try to take the steering wheel from Jesus. We have to allow him to drive, but we do have areas of responsibility while on that trip. If that makes sense. Like I said, again, I always write notes, but I don't always stick to them. So just jumping around. Once again, I apologize. I just want to very clearly make the point that we do not change anything. We are given talents and gifts and abilities to do things that other people don't. But that's because we have allowed Jesus Christ to come in our our lives and change us by his ways. Because his ways are greater than our ways. And that we as men have to show that it's okay. That we can let someone else lead. Especially the one who is leading us is the creator of everything that we see. We must show that Jesus is the Son of God. He is who he says he is. He is coming back, and he can change. He can change 
anybody we come in contact with life. Not us. We may affect or we may influence them in some formal way that makes them want to live their life better. But the true change comes when they accept Jesus Christ. And Jesus allows us to be part of that. And he allows us to have influence over the people he wants us to have influence to. He leads us to those people. We just have to be willing to follow his lead and continue to change and continue to grow as he shares his wisdom with us through the Holy Spirit and leads us to those whom he wants us to have the effect or influence over that lead them to him. And then he will make that change in them. And then, because we have chosen to follow and allow Jesus Christ to lead our lives, then we too can participate in the change that they have made in accepting Jesus and continue to help them grow and to mature in wisdom and thought so that they can also affect and influence the life of someone else that will lead someone else to Jesus. And that's the ripple effect of us as men leading and setting the example to be the change we want to see. We have to first demonstrate just as Jesus did with his disciples he showed them in every single way. He lived his life as an example to how we should live our life. And if we are truly a new creation in Christ, then that should be what we're doing. We are a new creation. It's not all of us as a group or as a whole, but each individual will become a new creation in God's plan for us, for the family of of Christ for the church we are the church and if we don't like the direction that the church is going then it's up to us as the body of the church each member must come together not in our own logic and thinking but in our in our belief in his word and if, a, if your church is not preaching the word and helping you to grow in the word, then has Jesus really changed your life? If you don't feel it in your soul when you know that your pastor or your church is doing something that you know that you've read in his word that says that's wrong, no matter what the excuse is, because the change has been made in you by him placing his Holy Spirit in you and giving you that wisdom, then it's up to you, us, as the body of Christ, to, make, to help the church make the change or to help our community make the change or to help our families make the change, to help grow us in his wisdom and if that's not what your church is doing 
if that's not what you're doing for your family, then are we really, have we really truly changed? Because that is the only change we can make is how we deal with our family members. And then we carry that forward to our communities or our churches or the people we interact with on a daily basis. Because the change in us will affect the change that Jesus is looking for in them by accepting him. Now, that probably doesn't make a, doesn't sound right, but in my head, it, it makes perfect sense that we have to be the change that we want to see. Jesus equips us to be that change because once we accept Jesus Christ in our life, our whole life changes. Therefore, people see that and they want that. And there's only one way to that. Like I said, we don't we don't change anything but ourselves. We may lead other others to the change that needs to be seen in them by leading them to Jesus Christ or uh, helping guide them to them making that personal choice of change to accept Jesus Christ. That's how Jesus works through us, by us making the change, just like he showed the disciples over and over again how you're to live your life, what you're to think. This is this is the way that we, as followers of me, Jesus Christ, as he was saying to them, this is how you are to live your life. You know, love, the, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and love your neighbors as Love your neighbors as yourself. Man, if I could talk this morning, this would be a lot better show. I apologize. I think my mind's running faster than my mouth. So uh, that is the point that I'm trying to make. We do not change anything. We can affect and influence the change we want to see. But God makes the change. And when we are in touch and in tune and in a relationship with Jesus Christ, the wisdom that we seek in order to see the change that we would like to see in the world that comes through him comes through the Holy Spirit. Because when we allow his spirit to guide us, we fight off the fleshly temptations, the sexual immorality, the lying, the cheating, the stealing, the confusion. We can see through all of that. He provides us that wisdom. And that only comes through our change of heart to say, you know what? My way is not working. So, Jesus I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior, and I trust you with every aspect of my life. And I choose to follow you no matter what, just like Paul said throughout most of the New Testament, right? His suffering, he takes joy in. Because, and the way I see that is that if, if we are in suffering, some type of suffering, and I know we've talked about it on other shows, then God's growing us. It's not a punishment. It's not a it's not a punishment. It's a correction. It's a discipline to guide us to help us change our ways into a direction that more reflects Jesus Christ. And that's the way we have to look at things. We have to 
understand that the things that we go through are to benefit others as we grow. Yes. Are they going to be tough? Are they going to suck? Are they going to stink? All of that. Yeah. But if we look at the big picture of things and how God wants to move in our lives to help someone else come to the, to come to Jesus Christ, then it's all for, it's all for, it's what it's about. That's what it's for. Our lives are for other people as an influence, as a, a, a catalyst to lead them to Jesus to see that, hey, yeah, my life sucked. You know, I've been through this. I've been through that. I've, this has happened to me. This has happened to me. But if you can go through that with an attitude knowing that this is for Jesus, this isn't for me. This is for somebody that he has intended for me to impress upon and lead them to him. So if I am that, then everything that happens to me, I have to look for who the, who this is going to benefit, right? It's changing me because it's growing me and, and increasing my faith in Jesus Christ that he will lead me through whatever he brings me through. You know, I'm not, he never will leave or forsake us. That's not going to happen. But I have to have the I have to change my point of view from oh poor pitiful me to who is this going to benefit? Not only why is God doing this to me? Why is it because He's doing it to you? Because there's somebody out there who needs to hear your story, who needs to hear your testimony of how He changed your life. That's what all of this is about. That's the change that we have inside of us that makes a difference in the world, that makes a difference in the person right next to you on church on Sunday or that you are standing next to in the line at McDonald's or wherever you're going to eat or at the oil change place, right? That person sees a change or a difference in how we deal with people in this world that we don't deal with people with hate we deal with them with understanding love and compassion but we're still not afraid to tell the truth not in a hateful or harmful way but one that helps them to grow and see that hey there's a different way to do this thing well how's there a different way well let me tell you about the change that Jesus Christ made my life. This is where I was. And through my faith in him. This is where I am. And this is where I believe he's leading me to. Each and every day. No matter what I'm going through. I am trying to help someone. Make that change in their life. Which is the acceptance. Of Jesus Christ. So men, you know. That's a lot of roundabout way of just saying, look, we're the only thing we can change. We are the only, we can only make a difference in our lives because of the change that we have allowed Jesus Christ to make in ours. I can't change my wife. I can't change my children. Now I can influence God and lead, but I can't change who God made them. 
and I don't want to. What I do want to do is understand them and help them to grow in who God created them to be. That's the change that I see God has made in me is that I can't change them to who I want them to be. But what I can do is help facilitate them to be who God created them to be. That's the change he's put in me is to be able to see people's value for who God created them to be, not for what I want them to be or I wish they would be, right? Just take them at face value. You know, I, I look back on my life and I see people like, how can you be friends with that person? He's an arrogant butthole. Well, maybe so, but I like him. You know, I mean, he's a good person. You know, before I didn't understand why I like people like that. You know, as I grow and as God shares his wisdom with me uh, and and guides me by the spirit that it's all people are his people. Whether they choose to accept him or not, that's not anything I have. To, that's not a change I can make. But allowing him to use me in my situation and showing them how he has changed me then maybe I help influence that decision to accept Jesus Christ one day. I may never see it on this earth, or I may never hear about it. And that's fine, and that's okay. Because I'm I'm living my life for Jesus. And men, as difficult as that may sound or we think it may be on a daily basis to stand up for the truth and righteousness of Jesus Christ, we see what us being quiet and allowing and not being the change ourselves that we want to see in the world has led to. It led us to where we're at right now. We've let the serpent sneak in and overpower our voice, which he's never had the authority to do. When we are living in Jesus Christ and we are living under his authority and his righteousness, then that is where our power and voice comes in. The change he has made in us shows to the world and that is louder than what Satan's telling them. Because if we're dealing with people that is that are in our circle, in our area of influence that God is chosen to give us or allow us to have that influence over and we have made the change within ourselves to listen to God and be in his word and build that relationship then our voice will be louder louder than that of the serpent which right now is very loud and men it's up for us to influence the change that we seek by changing our attitudes, our mindset, and how we deal with people to look more like Jesus Christ and how we deal with those people. And if you're in the Word and you're reading the Word, you understand that, yes, Jesus is humble. He is meek. He is understanding. He is loving. He is caring. But he is still fully God. And that God deals with people sometimes in a way that is pretty harsh right i mean he wiped out a whole his whole entire creation except for noah and that and his family and the animals right jesus is still that 
And it is that that I think that we have to get back to that we have to add that back into we have to change what the church is 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 preaching on today they don't bring that aspect of jesus into it as much but the truth is jesus if he if we believe that he is fully god that was fully man then we have to believe that that god and how he deals with people is still going to be that god when it's time understanding patience kindness love right all that stuff he is all that jesus is all that and he wants us to portray that but never forget that he is a just and vengeful god and that he will deal with evil in his way like i've said on previous episodes sometimes we're the sword of that but that's when he puts us in a position to be that not on our own thought our own thoughts of righteousness or what needs to be done that change that we consult that we ask god for his direction and his leadership and what he wants us to do sometimes it may be it's not but that's the change we seek where before we would act and just verbally abuse or physically abuse or whatever it may be in order to stop it. The change that Jesus made in us is to realize there may be another way. That there is another alternative that violence is not always the answer or hate is not always the answer. That love is the answer. And we see that and we look for that other avenue. Like I've said on here the old saying that still stands true today what would jesus do how would jesus handle this situation how would jesus handle this person how would jesus right we're not jesus but we have his wisdom and his love inside of us because we have accepted him and he provides that to us through the holy spirit therefore we must change our thought process and give grace and give love and give opportunities just like he gave us. And we see that as followers of Christ, that he was patient with us. So we must, in turn, through the change he's made in us, show that patience to others. No matter how long it is, we understand that we're not changing that person. Jesus Christ is going to change that person. And once we accept that, it's easy, right? We speak the truth. It's their choice to believe it. It's their choice whether they want to see the change in us. But it's our choice to make the change in us so that they do see it. So, as you go out there today on this 4th of July and enjoy your family and your friends and everyone else you come in contact with today, be the change that you want to see. And we all want to see the change in everyone that is the Holy Spirit through their acceptance of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And as men 
Our call is to lead that charge and to stand fast on the front line so that everyone may see the power and glory and love of Jesus Christ in and through us so that he that allows a kink in their armor so that he can slide in because we have allowed him to lead and guide us in a way that helps to show them the change that they want that they need and that comes because we have changed our life first as men and we stand on that change and we bring that hope to the ones who are hopeless and in today's society men it's very much needed so we must answer his call because of the change he has put in our life to help others seek the change that only Jesus provides so men as you go out today and do what you do remember to answer the call of men